This is Season 2, Episode 2 of Missteps and Stumbles. And today I'd like to talk about decisions and making decisions. The fact is, many of us are not ready to make decisions when we make them. That means that you are working without a decision-making framework that allows you to go through a process where you base your decisions on a set of already established core values and that you measure or look at outcomes, potential outcomes, to your decisions. And then you evaluate the decision you're about to make based on those core values, your principles, and based on potential outcomes. The fact is that many leaders that I've met don't have this kind of framework. They trust their gut. And you might say, well, my gut doesn't let me down. But the fact is, some decisions are complex. Some decisions have the potential for really bad results, disastrous results. And so there's a certain amount of pride, sometimes outright arrogance, hubris, that leaders possess, having them thinking that they don't need to have a framework by which to make ethical decisions, by which to make sound decisions, that they can wing it, that they are intelligent enough, have enough experience to go ahead and make the decision, and that that experience and the the wisdom they think they have will insulate them from anything bad that can happen to them. See, the, the thing is, if you're going to make a decision, the framework needs to be in place before you are ready to make decisions so that you've established your principles, your core values, the things that are important to you, the things that are important to your family, the things that are important to your company, to your team, to your department, to your business. And you use those as you're making decisions to make sure that the potential outcomes don't violate your core values that they allow you to stay within the framework of your of those core values of the things that you hold dear that are important to you that you want to be known by and then as you consider the outcomes and this is a methodical approach think about the decision you're about to make think about a particular choice and think through it all the way to what the potential outcomes are. Good outcomes, mediocre outcomes, bad outcomes, dangerous outcomes. And this guides you then to eliminating those choices, those decisions that do not support your core values and in fact are Mediocre outcomes versus good ones, bad outcomes, even disastrous outcomes. 
You see, when I got to be a leader of a big company, and I wasn't ready for that, but I thought I was, when I got to be that leader, when I got to be in a position to make decisions, I did not have that kind of framework. And therefore, I was making dangerous decisions without even knowing it. And so my pride, my ego, my arrogance, my hubris, those are character flaws. They kept me from making good ethical decisions. They kept me from good choices that would keep me out of trouble. And so the time to establish core values and to think about this framework where you base your decisions on those values and you examine the potential outcomes is not when you need it. The time to establish that framework is before you need it. So that when you start to make decisions, when you need to make a decision, your framework is already in place and now you stand a much better chance of being methodical about the decisions examining the core values, bouncing the decisions off those core values, the choices off those core values, examining the outcomes all the way to the end, each path, where does it lead? Where does it end up? Is that a good place to be, a not so good place to be, or a really bad place to be? So the time to have that in place is before you need to use it. So the problem here is that oftentimes we don't think about things and we do make decisions with our gut. And, and perhaps you do have a lot of experience in a certain area and perhaps some decisions are simple enough that you don't need to employ a methodical approach or a framework. I think in order to stay safe, you should. You should employ a framework based on the principles, the core values that are important to you, and based upon a really solid understanding as you go down the path with that choice, where you're going to end up, where are you going to be? Potentially, where could you find yourself? Now, the second part of this is what I refer to, and, and I got this from, from the teachings of Jim Rohn, and that is to surround yourself with voices of value, to establish a set of advisors that you can talk to, that you can go to as you're needing to make important decisions and that can help guide you down these decision paths, down these choices to what the potential outcomes are. And it's just part of the framework that you use in making these choices to be able to make great choices and decisions, ethical ones, and stay out of trouble. Now, establishing voices of value is not something you're going to do overnight because you're going to have to understand how those people behave, what their principles are, the potential outcomes, that what they've been able to do in their lives and in their careers, 
you have to vet them. You have to understand what they're what they've done and whether or not they are able to walk their talk. It's not just about the things you say, the things you write. It's also your behavior, how you live your life. Consistent. The walking is consistent with the talking. When is the right time to find those voices of value? Way before you can use them to help you make decisions. And so, if if you look at my situation, and if I when I examine my situation, where I made these disastrously bad decisions, mistakes, bad choices, I didn't have the framework, and I thought I had the voices of value. But you know, a voice of value has to be a person who also possesses these principles and lives their life that way, possesses these core values and lives their life that way, and is actually willing to get down to the heart of the matter in helping you to steer your way through these decisions. That doesn't happen overnight. And as you move along in your career, you're going to add to those voices of value. But the time to have that is before you need it. So that when you are making decisions, you can use your core values, look at the outcomes all the way down the path to each potential outcome, and utilize the voices of value that you vetted, that you know, that you can work with, that you can talk to, that you can count on to help you make the right decisions. This is part art and part science. The science part is obviously having the framework, enabling it, using it. The, the art part is to figure out how you're going to be able to incorporate this into your daily life, into the life, the daily life of your family, into the daily life of your business, your team, your company, your department, whatever group you're leading, or even as a, an individual contributor, helping you navigate through the decisions that you might be facing on a daily, on a daily basis. The time to do that is way before you need it. So you have it in place and you're able to use it effectively. That will increase the probability that you'll make the right decisions, good decisions, ethical decisions, and keep you out of trouble. Don't let pride, don't let arrogance, don't let hubris, don't let your flaws, don't let your blind spots fool you into thinking that you're qualified to make every single decision that may come your way. In many cases, and and in my case it was the same way, there's a certain amount of you don't want to let on that you need help in making decisions, that you can't do it by yourself. Don't let your pride and, and those character flaws, which we all have, prevent you from utilizing, putting in place a methodical framework of core values 
and measuring outcomes and voices of value to help guide you and to make better ethical decisions. That's this episode of Missteps and Stumbles. I would refer you to my website, www.fialo, that's F I A L L O, F is in Foxtrot, I A L L O.com, or call me. And let's talk and let's share some thoughts about this. 786 269 7032, or email me at Enrique at Fialo.com. Until next time, good decisions to you.